Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From 1959 to 2019, there has been at least one reported hazing death every year and 30 reported hazing deaths in the year 2009 to 2019 alone. According to the Oxygen website, 95% of hazing survivors do not report the hazing to officials. 2020 marked the first year in the last 60 that no hazing deaths were recorded. But unfortunately, since then, there has been at least three in the last 18 months. Pledges who died while trying to belong to fraternities and sororities this week are mysteriously listed. Number four, Michael Deng. 19-year-old Michael Deng was a popular competitive handball player that, after graduating from the Bronx High School of Science, he was accepted into Braunch College, a public commuter school in the heart of Manhattan. Michael immediately rushed for Pi Delta Psi due to his heritage. His parents were immigrants from China, and this fraternity was made up of mostly Asian-American students like himself. The fraternity offering, quote, the possibility of personal connections, friendships and a sense of belonging in the Asian community, unquote. Soon after pledging, all the brothers and would-be brothers went away for a bonding weekend. But this was just a cover for the hazing planned. And on the morning of December 9th, 2013, the brothers woke their pledges up at dawn blindfolding them and making them wear a backpack weighed down with 20 to 30 pounds of sand, before making them run laps barefoot on the icy cold grass. The plan being to tackle each of the pledges who couldn't even see to prepare themselves for the attack. Michael was not going to take this. He fought back. He kicked one of the men lined up to tackle him. This would need further punishment. Michael was spear-tackled, others pushing him to the ground, only amplifying the already heavy weight he was carrying. After they finished beating him, Michael's would-be brothers would carry his unconscious body inside. They would later tell police his body felt like a dead weight and was straight as a board. They would then lay him down near the fireplace and strip off his wet and almost frozen clothes. They covered him with a blanket and put sugar on his lips to try to wake him up. However, this did not appear to be helping. Michael was not waking up, and after about 10 minutes, he started sucking air and making snoring sounds. Some brothers would later report they noticed his pupils did not dilate. The brothers did not want to call the ambulance because they deemed that too expensive, the plan being to revive him themselves. They searched phrases on the internet like concussion, can't wake up, snoring but not waking up, and pupils don't dilate. But none of this was enough for the fraternity brothers to seek help. Instead, they contacted a fraternity... But none of this was enough for the fraternity brothers to seek help. Instead, they contacted a fraternity official, who ordered the brothers to hide anything with the fraternity's logo on it. Quote, 
The protocol was to first put away fraternity letters, paddles, banners, etc. to shield the organisation. Unquote. It would be an hour before three members took him to the hospital. They would later report throughout the trip Michael was mumbling, shivering and snoring as if he had phlegm stuck in his throat. Doctors would find bruises spread across Michael's head, cheeks, back and thighs. His head injuries were so severe that the medical examiner determined they would have required hundreds of pounds of explosive loads. Michael also suffered from traumatic asphyxia, likely caused by the hits or tackles being magnified by his backpack's heavy load. Kenny Kwan, Charles Lay, Raymond Lamb and Sheldon Wong. In 2018, the four fraternity brothers all accepted plea deals, which reduced their charge to voluntary manslaughter and hindering apprehension, charges which meant they were all sentenced to two years behind bars. Prosecutors called the sentences disappointing. They had asked for longer and harsher punishments for the frat brothers. The prosecutors, arguing the hazing rituals that contributed to Michael's death, were in wider use in the fraternity. The judge also banned Pi Delta Psi from operating in the state of Pennsylvania for 10 years and to pay more than $100,000 in fines. Pi Delta Psi released a statement that its members, quote, felt shame and dishonour that their fraternity brothers could be so callous and inhumane, unquote. Michael's mother, Mary Dang, said in a statement to the court, quote, Mike was my only son and only child, and the truth that he is gone cannot be erased or wiped away, no matter how hard I try. I feel like I have no big words to explain this. How can someone treat another person's life like this, like it's a joke? My husband and I spent 18 years raising Michael to be a good person, a good son, and in a single night, all those years are suddenly gone. Unquote. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Number 3. Jordan Hankins 19-year-old Jordan Hankins was a young woman with the world at her feet. She'd been drafted into the high-performing basketball university, Northwestern University, where she was pre-med. Jordan had dreams of becoming a doctor. She wanted to help people. Everyone who met the pretty teen thought she was a special person, said her assistant coach at Northwestern, quote, her personality, she would light up a room when she walked into it. Unquote. Behind closed doors, however, Jordan had her struggles. She was suffering from severe anxiety, depression and PTSD. Although at the time she left for Northwestern in her sophomore year in September of 2016, she was in a good place with her mental health. Jordan had even joined a sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha, to be part of something special. Jordan's mother, Felicia Hankins, visited to the college in November 2016, only two months before her daughter's death. She would later tell media outlets that she could tell, quote, Jordan was getting a little tired. She didn't share any of the details with us, unquote. 
At the time, she said, she was more concerned about helping her daughter find the perfect white dress and shoes she needed for the weekend's pinning ceremony than anything that may have caused Jordan serious mental health problems. What Felicia could not have known was her daughter was going through horrible hazing rituals that were taking its toll on her, physical and mentally. Severe paddling, being forced to eat rotten food, sleep deprivation and financial exploitation were all part of the group's initiation process. On January 7, 2017, it all got too much for Jordan. The hazing had triggered her mental health struggles and she would suicide in her dorm room. Felicia was not going to let those responsible to get away with their part in her daughter's death. She filed a 50-page lawsuit against the sorority and 11 others in the District of Illinois Court in 2019. She accused the sorority and some of its members of, quote, extreme, outrageous and unlawful activities, unquote, all of which contributed to Jordan's death. Unfortunately, Jordan would be only one of nine suicides in a string of deaths at the college since 2013, four of which happened in 2018. Because of all of this, Alpha Kappa Alpha would be suspended in May of 2019. Quote, Northwestern remains deeply saddened by the death of Jordan Hankins two years ago, and we continue to send our kindest thoughts and condolences to her family and friends. Unquote. Jordan's high school coach memorialised her shortly after her death. Quote, they say that character is what you do when no one else is around, when no one else is looking. If you use those definitions to assess Jordan in her life and what she meant to so many people out here today, including myself, then you quickly realise there isn't anyone who had a stronger character than Jordan Hankins. Unquote. Number 2. Timothy Plaza 19-year-old Timothy Plaza attended a party at the fraternity he was pledging to on February 2, 2017. Timothy was a popular sophomore engineering student at Penn State University. Originally from Lebanon, New Jersey, Timothy attended this party knowing there'd be some friendly hazing going to take place that night. The first hazing activity was an obstacle course known as the Gauntlet. In this course, pledges had to drink from a bottle of vodka, drink a beer, and drink from a bag of wine. Given Timothy was taking antidepressants and hadn't eaten that night, he became intoxicated very quickly. Due to his blood alcohol level, it is estimated that Timothy consumed 18 drinks in less than two hours. Timothy was walking around the house when he drunkenly fell down the basement stairs, knocking himself unconscious. All of this is caught on surveillance footage. Timothy is then carried upstairs by a member of the house, Lars Kenyon. A few hours later, Timothy regained consciousness, only to roll off the couch. Timothy woke up again around 3.30 and he tried to walk out the front door. On the way to the door, he fell against the iron railing, that he fell into the front door, hitting his head, knocking himself unconscious yet again. Due to the surveillance footage being tampered with, it's not clear how this happens, but the next we know is at 11.45pm, Timothy is found down in the basement. But the next we know is at 11.45pm, Timothy is found down in the basement. Another member of the house, Greg Rizzo, sends a text message to the group chat for the fraternity saying, quote, 
Tim Plaza might actually be a problem. He fell 15 feet down a flight of stairs headfirst. We are probably going to need help. Unquote. Timothy was reportedly very cold and breathing rapidly when he was carried back upstairs. Despite Timothy's concerning condition, the police would not be called until 10.30 that next morning, almost 12 hours after his final fall. Timothy was taken to Penn State Milton S. Hirschley Medical Centre, where it was discovered he had a ruptured spleen and a class 4 haemorrhage shock, and that his brain was so swollen half of his skull had to be removed to relieve the pressure. Unfortunately, Timothy could not be saved and was pronounced dead early in the morning of February 4, 2017. March 5, 2017, 18 members of the fraternity were charged with Timothy's death. The fraternity would be closed indefinitely as the fraternity broke university rules by not being alcohol-free. June 13, 2018, one of the fraternity members, Ryan Burke, pled guilty to four counts of hazing and five counts involving unlawful acts relating to alcoholic beverages. Burke said he was truly sorry and accepted responsibilities for his role in the events that led to Timothy's death. Burke would ultimately avoid jail time and he was sentenced to three months on house arrest. He was also sentenced to 27 months probation, fined more than $3,000 and ordered to perform 100 hours of community service. In the wake of Timothy's death, The Pennsylvania legislation passed the Timothy J. Plaza anti-hazing law on March 23, 2018. This bill created tears that hazing resulting in bodily injury or death a third-grade felony, resulting in up to seven years in jail and fines up to 150000 Previously, hazing was only classified a misdemeanor offence in the state. Number 1. Maxwell Grover Maxwell Grover was only 18 years old and 29 days into his college life at Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge when he died from a hazing ritual. He didn't initially plan to rush a fraternity but decided to after receiving multiple offers. Finally settling on Pi Delta Theta because it was a smaller fraternity and he thought he would have a greater opportunity to move to a leadership position. September 13, 2017, Maxwell and the other pledges had gotten a group text saying a Bible study would take place 10 that evening at the chapter house, around 20 pledges arriving at the frat house. Once they arrived, the pledges had their phones taken from them. They were instructed to get a solo cup of lemonade, which they would use as a chaser in the drinking game. The pledges would then be arranged in single file in the hallway, where they were then doused with mustard and hot sauce, forced to stand with their nose and toes against the wall. The only light in the room came from a flashing strobe light, while loud music blared. They were told to do wall sits, while active members walked across their knees. This was not punishment enough, however. Pledges were then asked about their knowledge about the university. Wrong answers would result in the pledge having to take three to five second pools of diesel, 190 proof alcohol. Most of the pledges had three or four pools at most, but not Maxwell. Matthew Alexander Naquin had taken a dislike to Maxwell because he was always late to fraternity occasions. He made Maxwell take between 10 to 12 pools of diesel. 
During this time, at least two fraternity brothers grew uncomfortable and asked Naquin to cut it out and to slow it down because the initiation was getting out of hand. But he didn't listen, yelling, drink, drink, in the faces of pledges. Sometime after midnight, a highly intoxicated Maxwell was placed on the couch. Members living in the house told authorities they checked on him until 3am. Several brothers in the house observed Maxwell still on the couch. His pulse was weak and they couldn't be sure if he was breathing. It was at this point they decided to take Maxwell to the hospital. Maxwell arrived at hospital at 11am and was pronounced dead almost immediately. And although his death was deemed accidental, it is thought that the amount of alcohol he consumed definitely contributed, resulting in aspiration. Essentially, Maxwell died by suffocating on his own vomit. Following Maxwell's death, all Greek activities were suspended, and the fraternity closed the LSU chapter permanently, after it was obvious their members violated the organisation's alcohol-free housing policy. Said LSU President F. King Alexander, quote, Maxwell Grubber's family will mourn his loss for the rest of their lives, and several other students are now facing serious consequences, or due to a series of poor decisions, unquote. What would you like to see mysteriously listed? Do you have a particular theme that interests you? Please search Mysteriously Listed on Facebook. Like the page so you don't miss an episode. You can also talk to us on Twitter, search Mysterious List. If you like what you heard today, we would appreciate it if you share this episode on your social media of choice and subscribe and leave a positive review on your podcast app. Research, additional writing, hosting and production is by me, Ali. Music is by Mayu. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.